Oh man, it's it is that time. I'm ready. As you can tell. Oh my God, there's there's lyrics. Yeah, I don't know what song this is. It just got it just got way quieter. Because I made sure it turned down. Oh my God. There's fucking words to it. All right, you can tell by the music. We got Hawaii football tonight playing Wyoming in uh, Laramie, Wyoming. Hawaii is two and a half point favorites. And everybody from me, Trish, Kyle, Zach has hammered Hawaii. I have the Hawaii spread and over. I just have the spread. I have uh, 50 on the spread. But well, I got it at minus three. Yeah, I, I took I, I took went back down to two and a half, and the Hawaii music has stopped, but that's how we, we started this episode. Yeah. Back with us, John Gallietta. In studio. In, in studio, studio. For the first time in God knows how long. On yeah. Steve Cohen Day. <laughs> John, how are you feeling? Listen, Steve Cohen, you know, becoming uh, the, it all becoming official today, I had to come out of my cave for this, you know? <laughs> now, there is, like, he doesn't have the rights to City Field yet. Do I have that right? Is that is that correct? I don't know the whole De Blasio situation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, wait, 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 no, Zach, no, wait, he, he, Zach, he wait, tweet. Zach, wait. I did not introduce you yet. Oh, yeah. Zach Riley Zach's is here to talk us. some Steve Cohen <laughs> because, of course, he is. All the pain oh, he's gone I? through as a Mets fan has all. I don't want to say been relieved today, leading up to this moment, but a lot of it has been a lot of it has. taken away. How do you feel? It's the best day of my life, Tony. We're, we're going to be a powerhouse, and I know it for a fact. <laughs> what are you going to do did when they the aren't one? Did you see the statement that he released uh, that I put in the group chat? Just read at it. The end, at the end, well, I got to, yeah, let me get it real quick. But at the end of it, he was like, well, free agency starts on Sunday, so we want to make this quick as possible. He's already thinking about spending money. He thanks Fred and not Jeff. Yep. And then also, there are now three teams in this century that have, uh, with new ownership, won a World Series. So the Mets are going to be the fourth. The Red Sox. How confident are you? You, I know you bet me already. Have you already have you already bet the Mets to win the World Series next year? Not yet. I need to see these offseason moves first. Oh, so so you don't have that much faith. Listen, Tony, I told you within five years, all right? I know. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm surprised you're not betting it every year. I'm not going into Cohen thinking we're going to be a World Series team in a year. But if he spends the money and gets Bauer and fucking, I don't know, a few other guys. So glad, I know, to, see uh, glad to see that Mike Zanino is going to be the opening day catcher for the Mets next year. Uh, you're not going to get. You're not going to get anybody you want. I hope you realize that. For catcher, probably not. That we're going to have to draft. We're going to have to trade someone. If anything, it'll probably be Dom Smith. Get some prospects or a pick. Um, but it depends on who we get. But I, I, I'm thinking this in a five-year deal. Five years from now. Because he's gonna he, he has like a two-year plan to restructure the whole organization. Are you he's scared? No, I'm not scared. Okay. Why would I be scared? You're scared. <laughs> Because if this doesn't, scared. if no, I'm not scared because I don't. One, you're wildly overestimating how much of a baseball fan I am. Two, <laughs> <laughs> two, you you're scared because the more years that go by, when you guys inevitably don't win, it's just the Mets. It's just the Mets. <laughs> yeah. All right. So can but, we? 
listen, you don't know. Thro- throwing money at the you, problem can, you know, get that stink off of a lot of people. Not even just throwing money. Like, look at how fast de Blasio stepped down from where he was like, I'm just not going to let this happen at all. And within five minutes, Steve Cohen talked it down. It's what? the one thing that's in Yankees s- fans agree on with de Blasio. He's oh, a yeah. fucking clown. You say talk him down like he was a jumper, for God's sakes. Oh, no, he was so... With Bill de Blasio, the report that came out, and uh, I'm not 100% who posted the report, but it was somebody inside uh, the MLB who was close to Manfred said that de Blasio was saying to Manfred, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure this vote doesn't pass if they don't give me this, this, and this. Because he hated, hates Cohen. De Blasio does not want him to be the owner. He wanted A-Rod and J-Lo to be the owners. How much do you guys want to bet that Jeter was one of the guys that said no? Oh, they didn't. How many? The, the owner that said no. I thought it was the White Sox. There's four. No. There's four oh, owners that's, one, that were I'm against gonna say, it. I'm going to say Jeter was one. There's two that I'm going to say that are unknown. I would have sworn Steinbrenner was, but he said. Uh, he said he was one. <laughs> Steinbrenner's all like about it. like having another good team in New York. Steinbrenner. Yeah. They want the rivalry, like the Subway Series, to actually bring in more money. Inside, yeah, exactly. I know and. When both teams are good and competitive, it brings in a lot more money. More fans want to come out to those games. Against each other, that's that's double the money. Again, God, you really want to bring that upon yourself again? (laughs) That punishment with Steve Cohen behind running the ship. I'm fully confident. Remember when you lost to the Royals? All right, (laughs) (laughs) had a, a pretty good year. They had a good bullpen. And it wasn't very well managed towards the end. You can say that all you want. When was the last time the Yankees went to the World Series? Yeah, it was Daniel Murphy that got us to the World Series. At least we've been there in the last decade. Oh, yeah? All right. Well, I'll bring this up. If you want to do that, what's what's your ERA this century? (laughs) What's the Mets ERA? Ah, yes. Tony's (laughs) go-to argument. (laughs) I mean, you're just going to make me try and find that stat off off the... Not that he, I'm talking earned Uh, ring average, Zach. The only stat that matters. That's not true. Congratulations oh, to Clayton Kershaw for finally being a one in the ERA category. <laughs> well, I mean, after well, so many tries, you're going to get one. I'm still going to win the Cy Young. So. You know who else is a one in that category? Justin Turner. Yep. Justin Turner's an interesting case. Comes out mid-game that he has COVID. He's pulled from the game. Then he's out there after the game, maskless, hugging teammates. Oh, so apparently COVID-stricken. The MLB wants to find him like a crazy amount of money. And uh, the – so – some people were throwing it around that uh, maybe instead of just finding him, they could find him an obscene amount of money, like a, a ridiculous amount. Have him. What <laughs> was that, Tom? Sorry, I'm going through Instagram. Stop. I'm doing a podcast. Me. I don't really care about baseball. So instead of just finding him, you find him and then you donate all the money that you find him to uh, the pandemic. Like, like relief. research and yeah. relief. Okay. So idea. take that money and put it towards something good in 2020. Put it towards helping the people. Because that guy was sitting there next to a dude that had cancer. Like had just survived cancer. And he's going there next back, to him. Going back to the Steve Cohen thing for a second. Can we just appreciate that Tiki Barber was the one that started this whole train? Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tiki Barber has to do something good at some point for New York sports. I mean, he was an overrating running back, overrated running back in his time with the Giants. He thinks he's the greatest running back in Giants history. He's not, and that's just that's just me hating on Tiki Barber because when I needed a big run, he wasn't there for me. Tiki, <laughs> Eli. What was that? I think T- I think Tiki's still upset at Eli. Go ahead, be upset at Eli. 
Eli's got two rings. He can't hear him because the rings are plugging his ears. <laughs> is he in the Ring of Honor, Tiki? No. I don't think the Giants and Tiki Barber split on great terms. I don't think so either. No. Although Tiki Barber does a lot of like uh, New York radio commercials. He also, when uh, the Giants need a, like, because the Giants, when they're usually on Fox, it's like a B-squad type of yeah, crew yeah. that works them. Tiki Barber always works them. <laughs> Zach, are you going to stay with us throughout the episode or are you dipping? Uh, I'll stay for a little longer. Okay. So we got a real betting-centric episode this week. We have our, uh, this, today, actually. We have our Sunday spreads. We have Tony's uh, college football teaser of the week. We have Hawaii playing tonight. But before we get to all that, we're going to go to my power tiers. Oh, boy. Tony's power tiers. The week eight power tiers are here. And I've made some adjustments to the tiering system. How many teams moved up this uh, week? We will get to that. All right. Please. Calm down. Relax. The biggest mover this week is the San Francisco 49ers. Because they just went straight up. Oh, they went up, up. <laughs> but we've changed categories. Good team, bad record is now team playing better than their record. Okay. Fraud good team is now team playing worse than their record. And there's some new company in that. How do you not have the Bears under fraud good team? Please. You haven't heard the week eight. Are they finally in fraud good team? They ha- Another team is also with them. Three teams have left that. Okay. And two teams have entered. All right. So we'll get to it. Right. So bottom. Is there more than one in, contend- in Super Bowl contender? Yes, there is now more than one in contender. We'll start off at the bottom. The Jets category is still the Jets. NFC East is still the NFC East. The category of bad goes from three teams last week to five teams this week. Falcons, Minnesota, and Jacksonville all stay in the bad category. Obviously. But we're adding in Cincinnati and Denver. Okay. Denver did not play well. Denver never plays well. They haven't been good since... At home in the snow, I was expecting a little bit more out of them. Granted, I know they played the Chiefs. I was expecting a little bit more. Oh, yeah, no. Now, next is uh, a big margin in change this week is the eh category. Last week, it was Detroit, Cincinnati, Denver, Houston, Miami, and San Fran. San Fran is out of there. Detroit is out of there. Cincinnati moved down out of there. Remaining from last week, Houston, Miami, and New England. Oh, no. Remaining from last week, Houston and Miami. Denver's out of there. So just Houston, Miami, remain. You didn't move New England down? New England's moving down to eh. Okay. Carolina's moving down to eh. Okay. After a loss last night to Atlanta. Yeah. You can't lose to Atlanta. Teams playing better than their record, it's only two teams. It's the Los Angeles Chargers and the Detroit Lions after that comeback win against the Falcons. Okay. Teams playing worse than their record, Indianapolis still in there because they did not play. The Chicago Bears now moved down to there. Thank you. After an awful showing against the Los Angeles Rams on Monday night. And also moving down, coming after a win, is the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. You they didn't score a touchdown against the Jets. You can't only beat the Jets by to Adam Gase. <laughs> 18 points. Yeah, that's not good. Six field goals. I want to see something big from them this week. Because if, if they don't come out and, like, stun me this week, who are they playing? The Patriots. Tom, they're playing the Pats? Mm-hmm. Even if they do, I feel like the Pats isn't a team you can prove yourself against. Because the Pats amazing. are just playing like dog shit right now. You can always prove and yourself against Bill Belichick. No, you say that, but this season so far, Bill Belichick and Cam Newton and the Patriots just haven't been the same Bill Belichick that we've yeah. seen in the past. It's 2020. It's a weird year. It's not the same. Now, it gets interesting after teams playing worse than their record. Okay. 
14 teams qualify for the NFL playoffs. Okay. I have 13 teams in playoff team or above. Okay. Which means one of these fraud good teams, teams playing worse than the record, are going to get in. Okay. Here are my playoff teams. I, can I can I make a guess as to which team is the fraud good team that's going to get in? Go ahead. The Bears. I honestly think the Bears for the rest of the season are going to remain just good enough to squeak into the playoffs. I don't think that adds up. Well, I have seven NFC teams. Yeah, but doesn't one of them have to be in the NFC East? Oh, oh one of yeah! Those. So the so, NFC So East. one of these playoff teams are going to be out. Yeah. Oh, no. Can you make a subcategory where a playoff team is NFC East? Because you're making them, you're making too many categories. One honestly. of them, I'm making too many categories. <laughs> no, 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 no. Playoff you made one just called Jets. Like you could just put that in its own thing. <laughs> it just don't even have to really have a category. You can't just exclude them from this. I have a feeling though, you can still keep it just playoff team because those are teams that are going to make the playoffs and somewhat deserve. It. I remind you, NFC East teams can make their way out of the NFC East level in these tiers. Can it they would take rise above there if, quite a if bit. If somehow Philly gets to like, f- what are they like, one? Are they, are they two, four, and one? Yes. yes. If they two, get four, to four, one. four, and one, there might be some consider consideration moving up to eh. eh. <laughs> but we're two weeks away from that. Listen, and also, I mean, when you're in a division where the Giants are one and five, and all they game need and a to half. do is win a game and a half. They're one and six, but still oh, one and six. Game Sorry. and a half. They have to win a game and a half to get to the level. Of the they're they're in a playoff spot with Tampa, Washington, and Philly you, next three weeks. I mean, listen, Tampa's going to be tough, but Washington and Washington should be a winnable game. We've already done it once; it's our only win. And oh, Philly has just been shit on. Like, I don't understand. That's not really true. What do you mean that's not true? They haven't really been shit on recently. They've been playing very well. So I wouldn't say very well. Well, they beat the Giants. They really came back against what was it? The Ravens, and they beat the Eagles. Eagles. And, and they also beat one other team who I just they, can't remember. They should have. They beat the Niners. That's it. Yeah. No, they. That was when the Niners. Did they beat the Niners? Guy, they beat the Niners. Yeah, they beat the Niners, and but they, they should have beat Baltimore. They tied Cincy. Yeah. They should have won that game. Like Carson Wentz is starting to heat up. And they got yeah, Jalen Rieger coming give back. Give another week when Carson gets hurt again. Okay, you think that all you want. I know the truth. Jalen Rieger's coming back. They already got Fulgham there. He's turning into a dominant receiver, somewhat dominant receiver. Boston Scott. Boston Scott looks good, and he's the second string. They they also got, Sanders will be coming back. Exactly. And they also got the tight ends coming back soon, who are both very good, Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz. All right, so the playoff team category moves from four teams to six teams. Teams that stayed in the playoff team category are the Las Vegas Raiders and the New Orleans Saints. Okay. The Raiders are very close to being moved down a couple of tiers. Oh, man. It's going to take another loss. So playoff teams are the Saints Raiders, and then moving up into them, Arizona, big win against Seattle. They are looking really they good. They looked this year. really good. They are looking they really did. good. Like Defense I, left a lot to be desired, but yeah. their offense. I've had a lot of fun. Next time, don't ice your own kicker. Yeah, yeah that's true. not a good look. I've had a lot of fun shitting on Kyler Murray because he's so short. But this season, he's really like, he's really stepping up. Do you think he'll break? Uh, do you think he'll break the touchdown rushing record for like a quarterback? Have you seen that? It's fourteen, I, I believe. He's at seven. He's at seven already. He averages yeah. a rushing touchdown a game. Wow, good for him. He could might eventually break that. He could do it. He's on pace to break Mahomes' fantasy uh, quarterback record from two years ago. Wow. Um. So and then nobody's moved down from borderline contender to playoff team. 
Only teams that moved up. Another team that moved up, the Rams. Okay. Played very well against a very, very good Chicago Bears defense. Yeah. That's, I feel like, the only reason the Bears are where they are. Is the defense, yeah. Yeah, their defense is phenomenal. Uh, next, yeah, this, on Sunday night, huh? the biggest jump from eh to playoff team is the San Francisco 49ers. A shellacking <laughs> of the New England Patriots. What was it, 33-6? to six? See, again, so. that's why I'm saying I don't know if you can gauge how good a team is right now playing against the Pats because the Pats aren't the Pats of the Pats. We need to let that go. Any given Sunday is a true statement. And this season especially, you can't remember the paths of the past where Tom Brady was at the helm playing with Bill Belichick. They both thought alike. They both played really, really well together. And when the defense wasn't there, Tom Brady woke up and made the offense do what he needed to do. I understand that. But what's been the most critical aspect of Kyle Shanahan? His play calling. His decision making. Yeah. His straight up coaching. In the Super Bowl. And now he's When he just... was the offensive coordinator of Atlanta in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And now he's just... He out-coached Bill Belichick. And that... A good coach can take you a long way. Yeah. You, yeah. Look, you look at the way they played, and it's just impressive what they did. You know, with the... Jeff... I think Jeff Wilson was the running back who had I, three touchdowns. Never dude, heard of him before this game. What's the other guy's name? Hey, Hasty. Hasty. Yeah. Jamichael Hasty. Yeah, like, they get this production Big out of fantasy the, pickup this week. Like, the, the thing with them is San Francisco, they're... Like, Shanahan's offense just makes it so anyone can really contribute. He just schemes people in a way that they're able to do stuff. Like, he's able to get something out of everyone, and it's just insane to see yeah it really is amazing they've had Mostert they've had McKinnon and that's and now they've had Jeffrey Wilson and now they're gonna have Jamichael Hasty doing it yeah. it reminds me of what the Eagles would do every time a quarterback would get uh, every time a running back would get hurt the year they won the Super Bowl yeah someone, they'd bring in people up. like J.H.I. Garrett, like Garrett Blunt yeah, and then they would just Manna. step right in and Corey be fine Clement. Corey Clement oh my god Corey Clement yeah he's still there yeah listen when you have a solid coach like Belichick and the Patriots in the years past, he's had a system. And any player, you could plug him into that system and it would work. And this year, it's just Bill Belichick doesn't seem like he's on the ball. I don't know what's wrong. Well, I mean, I the last two weeks, Cam Newton has looked bad. Yeah. And I think there's a certain point where Bill needs to go, all right, Cam, I'm sorry. I mean, he did it he, last he game. Benched him. Came in. I know he benched him, but... It, at this point, it's if you don't show me something like in practice, I'm not putting you back in. Are, like are, are like we, this upcoming week, he should not be playing. Here's the thing: is it really fair to blame Cam? I mean, look at how good Tom Brady is doing now that he's in Tampa. I feel like that. If this was Brady doing this for New England right now, we would be crucifying Tom Brady. That's, that that's is true. A, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. La, la, that's what I'm saying. Last year, Brady had such a down year, considering. Down and year. even then, no, he, he had. Did. He had, even then, he had 24 touchdowns and, like, eight interceptions. Just yeah. his QB, his completion percentage was a bit off because he had his worst skill, uh, like, positions group since, like, 2011 or something like that. Before that. Since or, way before since, that. Yeah, since, like, since maybe, maybe like, ever, honestly. Year. Maybe ever, hey, even. And so, like, uh, that, that has not changed. It didn't really get better. They drafted tight ends that aren't really seeing playing time, and they have that running back, Deion Harris, who doesn't really do much. Damian Harris. Or, uh, my yeah. bad, yeah, Damian Harris. And, you know, kind of going back to the whole Patriots-Niners thing, the way I kind of see is that outside of Cam Newton, who was supposed to be a great passing quarterback and a great rushing quarterback, outside of that, they don't really have 
I think the skill at running back, or at least they don't use it the way that Shanahan is able to do it in San Fran. And even when Jimmy Garoppolo is doing bad, like last week he only he didn't throw a touchdown, had two picks. I'm still a firm believer in Jimmy Garoppolo, by the way. He had two picks, but they were still able to turn it into something nice because they had three rushing touchdowns from Jeffrey Wilson, and they had something from even the fullback Kyle Juszczyk. If you and look, they just can't get that in New England. Kyle Juszczyk, best fullback in the league. Also, Jimmy Garoppolo only threw five interceptions. Uh, uh, five interceptions. Uh, 20 okay. for 25. What's up? Potentially the quickest old takes exposed ever. You said so Michael Hasey's a big fantasy uh, yes. pickup this week. Uh, right now, it looks like Tevin Coleman's on track to play. Oh, man, I just picked up Jermichael Hasty. Tevin Coleman's still on the Niners? Yeah. they oh, That's what they're doing. They're just recycling names. It's, it's like random people. Although, Jermichael Hasty, I saw him run. I saw him Jared run last McKinnon. game. That man runs with a Tevin purpose. Coleman. Uh, Jared Jeff McKinnon. Hey. Yeah, he can pay $13 million this year. Maybe even more. The last team in my power tiers that moves up to playoff team... And they were uh, field goal or an um, incomplete pass away from moving down a couple tiers <laughs> until Baker Mayfield made an insane throw to Donovan Peoples-Jones. Back against the wall, down three, and then they missed an extra point at the end, which screwed Zach. Didn't that screw you over? Well, which game? The missed extra point in the Browns Bengals. game. Oh, yeah, I lost on two bets on two uh, final second extra points. The Browns <laughs> fucked me, and the Titans fucked me on the over. Nice. That's so, top. Yep. And it and missed like by half a point, point, huh? I mean, it pushed, but still. An <laughs> absolute strike from Baker Mayfield to Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's there, filling in for Odell Beckham, who's out for the season. Yeah, okay, relax there, Michigan. Relax. You're going to lose to Michigan State this weekend. Yeah, okay. You're going to lose to the team that lost to Rutgers. How does that make you feel? We're going to win against them tomorrow. You you guys are just stupid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can bet against that right now with you guys. (laughs) So that's the last team in the playoff team tier. Next tier, borderline contender. This this tier lost a team because a team moved up to contender. Okay. First team in this is the Tennessee Titans. And they were a field goal and an overtime away from being in the contender category. Very close game against Pittsburgh. The Bucks stay in the contender category. So does Green Bay. Who was in the, uh, the borderlines last year? Last week. Every, all, last week. All these teams except Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, Tampa Bay won a game they should have. Green Bay won a game they should have. Should have. Uh, Baltimore didn't play. Seattle lost. Close loss. I and still against s- a really good team. I still say they're borderline contender. The whole NFC looked, West is playoff team enough in this good team. in the loss. Look, yeah, they looked. Tyler Lockett, Tyler Lockett looked insane. DK Metcalf's a freak. Tyler Lockett had three touchdowns, f- over fifty fantasy points, and he's not even the talking point. It's DK Metcalf running down Buda Baker. Oh my god, yeah. that was an insane play. And then Did you, you see what? Uh, hold on, before we go anywhere. Go ahead. Did you see what Tyreek Hill said? He he was doing another interview, and he said, and I quote. Uh, I, DK had an insane play that was amazing. He's like, I would never be able to show that off because Maho- or Patrick doesn't throw interceptions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just throwing shots at uh, Russ. And then joining the Kansas City Chiefs in the contender tier is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big Ben, 6-0 and for the first time in his professional career, which stuns me. 
considering he's had a lot. I know he's it doesn't a, stun you. We talked about this yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. He's had a long career, a lot of good teams. Mm-hmm. I would have thought he would six and zero somewhere down the line. Yeah, especially in a weak NFC North, a lot of years. Mm-hmm. But I was very critical. Big Ben coming to this year. He's looked phenomenal. He had a backhanded flip to Eric Ebron that was absolutely <laughs> insane. That receiving core is one of the best in the league. Every week, they're recycling a wide receiver to go off. Yeah. This last Deontay. week, it was Deontay Johnson. I'm just waiting for it to be Juju fucking Smith-Schuster. You got him two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Uh, no. Because <laughs> he... Okay, so when A.B. was there, and A.B. was the main guy, and everybody covered A.B., Juju got so many fantasy points. His, I think it was his rookie season or the year his after. His rookie season was yeah. insane. And he had, like, so many touchdowns and so many points and so many yards... Now that he's receiver one, like he tried to fill AB's shoes, he's still young, so he's trying to just fit into that role and find space out in the field. And like, I'm not knocking the guy, but fantasy wise, he does not produce the way he should. Do you need a receiver? Stop, Tom. <laughs> I have Miles Sanders. He's hurt this week anyway. No. <laughs> Stop trying right. to trade me for him. Right, You've well, tried gonna, like six different a, trades. I'm going to send you a trade. You Stop. think about it. No. <laughs> so. I honestly think that Juju's on his way out, though, after this year. You know, he's a free agent, so... I mean, they got plenty of depth. Don't they have an option to exercise? They, uh, well, I, I think they'll exercise to keep him around. If you have the option to keep him around, you definitely... Juju's a really was, big... Oh, sorry, I go ahead. Saying, they got guys to I pay, though. Say, I was told... I was told Juju was going to reunite with Sam Darnold in, with the Jets. What what happened? Well, Sam Darnold's <laughs> probably going to Pittsburgh. I got news for you. <laughs> it's, it's actually the other way around. You see, that's where you got lost in translation. Um, so that's going to wrap my Week 8 Power Tiers. Week 9 next Friday, of course. Uh, that game last night was awful. Terrible football. Carolina, Atlanta. We watched it. It was not oh my good. God, yeah. P- shout out PJ Walker coming in after Teddy Bridgewater got lit up. Oh, my God. That's and then, like hold on. Can we just talk about this for a second? Can someone explain to me how the guy who hit uh, Teddy Bridgewater got ejected from the game? The guy who hit... Uh, I uh, can't think of his fucking name at the moment. Andy Dalton. Andy, Andy Dalton didn't get he didn't Bostic, get ejected. Right? He's not getting suspended, but this guy is gonna get. He's got ejected. I don't know about a suspension as of right now. Just yeah, fine. But how the fuck? They were the same hit. Yeah, they were very similar. Except Andy Dalton was diving and Teddy Bridgewater was falling forward. So if anything, Teddy was trying to keep himself on his feet and continue the play. So the defenseman had a reason to hit him. Yeah. And, uh, to, fuck, I keep... Bostic, Dalton. Dalton was Dalton giving was himself up. Falling down, John, he literally John slid. He was sliding, and he just railed yeah. him right in the head. No, and yeah. now he's injured and possibly out for a couple weeks consecutively. How is that guy not going to get any type of punishment but the dude that hit Teddy Bridgewater is? Yeah, I think it's backlash from, I think, uh, Charles Harris, right? Was it Charles Harrison hit uh, Bridgewater? Yes, I believe so. I think it's backlash from Bostic and not having any reaction yeah. from Bostic. A reaction type uh, of thing. I think, it, I think See, if Dalton never gets hit, I don't think Harris gets a thing either. See, I don't like that. Because the quarterback in today's league, if this was 10, 15 years ago, like Both that, those hits are legal. That kind of shit, you can get away with it. Nowadays, the quarterback is one of the most protected players in football, next to like the kicker. Because you cannot touch the kicker. Yeah. But, or the punter. Or the punter. Uh, but the quarterback now, you don't, like, the league does not want you getting hit. That's why we have guys like Tom Brady. They're out here at, in their 40s, still wheeling yeah. and dealing because they're not they're getting not touched. They're not getting touched, yeah. And, uh, like, Rogers, 
Rodgers as well. Yeah, Rodgers too. And I although Rodgers, Rodgers, no, Rodgers and Big Ben both have an injury history. Yeah, but they're that's who uh, you know, Eric, you'll remember this. Who on the Vikings broke uh, Rodgers' collarbone? Anthony Barr. Anthony Barr. So, but with the way the league has gone and the rules that they put in place for to specifically to protect the quarterback. You cannot see it, and to protect all players, they they have defenseless receiver uh, penalties now, yeah, and stuff like this. It's just to make the game safer because of CTE and all the stuff we found out about. How can you let? Also, uh, that's why you're seeing a lot of bullshit roughing the passer penalties. It's led to a lot of really questionable penalties, but. If that's the direction the league is going, you can't then turn around when Andy Dalton gets hit just because he doesn't have a soul and say, ah, that was fine. But then the next week come out and see Teddy Bridgewater get lit up and just be like, whoa, whoa, you can't do that. Like, you got to be consistent. There can't be inconsistencies in the penalties you call. So that's going to wrap up my power tiers. We got Chiefs and the Steelers at the top of it. If I had to give a ranking on the both of them, I would say the Chiefs are just an edge above the Pittsburgh Steelers and Tom's giving me that look. No, I completely agree with that. I uh, mean, I can see why so many people would agree with that. Mahomes. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mahomes. But the way I kind of see it is just that Mahomes against that kind of defense, I'm not saying he's going to be bad because he's not going to be, but I'm saying that if it comes down to that top defense versus that top offense and then that oh. one of the top offenses against not one of the top defenses, I give it to the Steelers. And I think that's a fair thought process, I, especially with that receiving core I for want, the Steelers. I want Chiefs, Steelers, AFC Championships so bad. I wanted Bills, Titans, but here we are. Yeah, here we are. Yeah, the <laughs> Bills kind of suck. Listen, it's it's going to be interesting. And right now, the Steelers are hot. There's no denying Six that. And oh. I don't think and, they're hot. I think they're just good. Well, no, they're very good, and they're very hot right now. But Heat. Stuff like this Man. can go away fairly quickly, depending, you know. Oh, the, the Bills. Exactly, that's exactly <laughs> where I was going with this. Cold, we looked cold. at the Bills. First three weeks, they looked amazing. It's They're 5-2. and two. It's what a Tuesday night game against the Tennessee Titans uh, will do to you. But they should be 3-3, three oh, and three. let's be honest. That Jets game, they were trying yeah. to lose that game with the penalties they were getting called on them. And all this stuff. And then the Jets just jets themselves. Four yards of offense in the second half. <laughs> God. And that's the Bills no, came out on That's what top. no running back, no receiver, no quarterback will do to you. It's, it's all the same, Darnold. They, you know Gase didn't even call the fucking plays last Sunday? It was yes. Dallas Little Games. And they uh, did a yeah, lot better. That's why you got 10 yeah. points. Yeah, we, got, we, we led for the second time all year. I think five people here picked like the Bills minus ten and a half, and when they when the Jets jumped out to a ten on Lee, I was like, uh, I don't believe scared. I was one of those. Uh, let me see how many people did it. One, two, you didn't. Yep. Three, four, five. It was me, Kyle, John did, <laughs> Eric. I did. And Tom, yeah. This is why Zach I and still Trish. Sit Zach and Trish atop. also the only positive people this week. <laughs> oh. This is why I still sit atop the uh, spreads. Yeah, up. Over nine units. Let's go. So I'm just glad they nine point five. I'm just glad John has a very interesting unit to win ratio. We'll get to that in a second. I'm Be- just glad the team got their shit together and actually lost that game. You know. <laughs> Before we get to Sunday spreads, we have Tony's college football teaser of the week. It's a juice bag teaser. What do I mean by that? One unit wins you fifty. On this fourteen-team seven and a half point. College football teaser. 
You can't bet it as of right now because the Hawaii game already started. Hawaii down 7 nothing at the moment. No, what happened? Relax to Wyoming. Here is the 7.5 point teaser. We got Hawaii plus 5. The rest are over-unders. Kansas State, West Virginia over 38. Michigan State, Michigan over 43. Texas, Oklahoma State over 51. Georgia, Kentucky over 35. UAB, Louisiana Tech over 39. TCU, Baylor over 39. Boise State, Air Force over 41. San Diego State, Utah State over 36. Western Kentucky, BYU over 44. Oklahoma, Texas Tech over 59. North Carolina, Virginia over 55. UTSA, Florida Atlantic over 40. And the last one, Northwestern versus Iowa over 37 points. That is one unit to win 50. I have $10 to win 500 on this bet. So what you're telling me basically in all of this is life is too short. To take the under. Of course. Okay. If you're getting seven, it's college football. <laughs> if you're getting the touchdown and a half a point, you throw it on the over. Mm-hmm. Shout out Coastal Carolina. I missed it by one point last week. Damn. I don't bet the Sun Belt anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and this is via Saquon Barkley's mom on Instagram. Saquon Barkley's injury today in Los Angeles was a success. I know Odell Beckham was also scheduled for surgery today. Both ACL injuries, but Saquon also having meniscus cleanup. We have Sunday spreads brought to you by nobody. Cool. Trish, up 9.544 units. Let's go. Coming in second. He's 16 and 5 on the year. Coming in second, up 3.817 units, 13 and 8 on the year is Kyle. Third, up 2.899 units, 12, 8, and 1 on the year, Eric. Big drop off there. Fourth. Yeah. Up 1.99 units. 12 and 9 is Tom. There's some serious bad going off here. Fifth. Up. To like point something units. <laughs> like it, it, that's why I was. Zero, 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 one. Zach, Zach is very close. Zach is 12 and 9. I don't know how you guys are different. You guys shouldn't be. I believe you guys are tied. So just give the same units. Yeah, that's what I'll go back and do research later and look at it, do math. Oh, it's because Tom. Well, oh no, because some no, of the, it's because yeah, some I, of the plus minuses are worth different amounts of. I money. was doing the same unit okay. of math. Um, I, I don't know how Tom. <laughs> Sorry. <Huh? laughs> uh, I obviously messed up somewhere. I just don't know where. I oh, will figure it out. So Trish and Zach are tied. Both, uh, no, Tom and Zach are tied, both at 12 and 9. And then, uh, John, you're 11 and 10. You're down .001 units. Basically even. Yeah. And then I'm in dead last, 9, 11, and 1, down <laughs> 3.638 units. <laughs> not a good year so far. But we're not even halfway through the season. We have a lot of ground we can make up. We all want to be up by the end of the year. It might just be a pipe dream. Who knows? Zach, what do you got to say? Hawaii fumbled on their 20-yard line. Is that what led to the touchdown? No, it just happened after the touchdown. Aye. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on, Hawaii. I know you're not on the island, but figure it out. Honestly, it's Wyoming, for God's sake. They'll play next week when they get to the island. Yeah, but we need them this week. I don't care about next week. Eric, I have $50 on this game. I don't want to hear that. Oh, man. That game's on the CBS Sports Network for all four people watching it outside of Hawaii. Not Fox Sports. It's on Fox Sports? Yeah, it's FS1. They got yeah, the big it's game. It's going to be on FS1 once this uh, truck race ends for NASCAR. 
They have the truck race on over Hawaii, <laughs> Wyoming. Um, we have our Sunday spreads, and I'm going to go with Kyle first. He's not here. He's got the Bills minus four, Titans minus six and a half, Steelers plus four. Zach, you have the Raiders plus two and a half, Rams minus three and a half, and Steelers plus four. Why? Who do the Steelers play this week that they're dogs? The Rams, Rams are minus... Uh, Ravens. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. The Steelers like, are minus, like uh, plus four. I think the Raiders are an underrated team. I think that they're going to they're gonna show up to Cleveland and uh, kick their ass. They've beaten the best... They beat the Super Bowl champion already this year, so I think that they're going to beat the Browns. Oh what was God. the third team that I had? You have the uh, Steelers plus four. Yeah, against the Ravens. Steelers D is good. I think the Steelers could win uh, the Super Bowl. Wow, is that a Super Bowl prediction from Zach Riley? It is, actually. <laughs> the official halfway uh, Super Bowl prediction. prediction from Zach. You got Steelers-Giants? Big Ben hasn't gotten hurt yet. Yeah, Steelers-Giants. Steelers versus yeah. whoever wins the NFC East. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do you keep picking the Giants? Because uh, I'd rather take the loss on the Giants game than bet against them. Loyal fan. Much like myself. Uh, I'm going to go to top dog next. Trish, what do you like this week? All right. So I'm looking at this Jets-KC game, mm. and I really, really want to take it. it it's, it's, it's 19 and a half. And the last time I looked at a spread close to this was when the Jets. Hawaii's, uh, I mean, Wyoming's win percentage is 88.9%. At home? No. Just all time? <laughs> to win this game. Now, <laughs> That's fine. In the game. The Falcons have been at 99% in going into the last couple minutes and then lost the game. Pre-game. Did I underestimate it's... Wyoming? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me this idea. I gave a lot of people this idea. <laughs> you better give me money. I gave a lot of people this idea. I also put it on Twitter to, that this was a mortal, lo- mortal lock. <laughs> oh, my guy. <laughs> Trish, you're taking Kansas City minus 20 and a half. 19 and a half. That's what I have it at. And uh, DraftKings, gentlemen, DraftKings. I haven't taken it yet, but I have Pittsburgh plus four. I'm set on that one. That one I'm 100% sure that that's going to happen. We got Hawaii uh, on FS1 officially. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. So um, wait, what, what was your official one? I didn't hear it. Uh, Steelers plus four. Against the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I like that against the Ravens. I, I mean, listen, how how they're – I know they're away and they're coming to Baltimore, and I know they're rivals, and historically the Ravens have kind of kicked the shit out of the Steelers, like no matter what. This year, I don't know the official record, home, uh, home favorites in a rivalry game have basically been locks. Mm. Home dogs in rivalry games have also basically been locks. Yeah. It's a weird year for spread betting. Okay. Uh, so I do – I like Pittsburgh a lot. Uh, a lot of these games really aren't, like, making me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Because there's, like, a, a lot of really close games, a lot of, you know, plus minus threes out there, like San Francisco and uh, Seattle. I don't like that game at all. That game's going to be close. And if it's not, it's going to be a blowout by the Seahawks. Uh, Buffalo minus four. Like I said, I want to see something impressive. The Bill, uh, the Patriots just got embarrassed by San Francisco. Buffalo's at home. I think that this spread is kind of an insult to Buffalo. 
that it's only a four point. They're only four point favorites against the New England Patriots that just lost by thirty almost. Um, and I guess my last game will be uh, Las Vegas plus two and a half. I think that that's either going to be a really close game or Vegas is going to pull out the win. I like Gruden as a coach. I like what Vegas has been doing, has been moving towards. Vegas has a pretty good defense, and Cleveland has flashes of good, but Baker Mayfield, if he's taught me anything, has one really good game and then one atrocious game directly after. That just makes everyone go, oh, yeah, it's Baker Mayfield. So give me your three spreads just so I can write them down. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers plus four. Got it. Buffalo Bills minus four. And then the Las Vegas Raiders plus two and a half. Got him. John? All right, so right off the bat, I'm eyeing the Rams minus three and a half over the Dolphins. I think Tua's going to have a hard time with going up against Aaron Donald on his first ever start. See, I was looking at that, and the only thing that gives me, like, pause, pause is as much as I love my boy Fitzpatrick, this man took getting benched to a level I haven't seen before. He was out there with Tua after every single play, giving him tips, giving him pointers on what he's doing right, what he's doing wrong, how he should be playing, and what he needs to expect going into this game. I think this is going to be one of the most prepared rookies we've seen, and I think that that game is going to be actually pretty close. I know the Rams are a really good team, but the Dolphins have really been making a run this year at not being the Dolphins we've seen in the past. They have a new coach. He's doing well. You know, they got rid of Gates. Automatic improvement. And I mean, by subtraction. I'm a little upset that they pulled a guy that just won two games back to back, and it's a little, you know, it's a disappointing. But I am excited to see what Tua does, and I, I, I that that's why that game gives me pause. John, have you picked yet? Oh, uh, I picked that one. So uh, I took other Miami. Two. What's the spread? Just say it again. I got the Hawaii game on it. Plus, th- plus three and a half. So, Dolphins plus three and a half. Is it still only seven nothing? Yeah, but Wyoming's in the red zone. It's third and ten, so I'm watching. All right, uh, so, Dolphins plus three and a half? Yeah. I'm going to also take the Niners plus three. I think uh, the Who Seahawks. They uh, Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks. I was staying uh, away from that the game. The Seahawks just uh, lost, what's his name? Gri- uh, the defense, the linebacker Griffin. The one, he's, uh, he's out. Shaquem? For yeah, Shaquem Griffin. And so, uh, Is that yeah, the one he, with one hand? I think so, right? Well, he's or is that his brother? Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. So uh, Hawaii, uh, Wyoming just caught a ball short of the first down. It's gonna be fourth down for Wyoming. They're gonna kick a field goal. I believe so. Ten nothing. It, it, it is a field goal. It is ten nothing. Okay. Why is my stream so far behind? And then I'm gonna take Detroit plus three. I love the Lions this year, man. Scrappy football team. The Lions are always a scrappy. I like a team. lot of these spreads this week. I'm going to be real with you. Uh, Tom. What do you what do you like this week? Uh, I like Pittsburgh plus four. Yeah, because I think Pittsburgh's the better team. Trish basically, you know, got that across. I like the Chargers minus three and a half at Denver because Justin Herbert is always tearing it up whenever Keenan Allen's out there with him. And finally, I got the Eagles minus ten and a half against the Dallas Cowboys in Philly. Mm, I mean, see? Ben DiNucci at quarterback for yeah. Dallas. Between now, Ben DiNucci at quarterback and the Eagles getting some receivers back, is I, it Ben? Ben DiNucci was the AF quarterback, or no? Who was that? Derek Gilbert, who's backing him up. He's gonna play. You'll see. Okay. Well, regardless of how it goes, 
I don't really think they have a quarterback at the level that can keep up with how Carson Wentz has been playing recently. Again, I know I'm high on Carson Wentz. But uh, between that and the defense that just hasn't really been showing up, I think the Eagles can pick them apart, and I think it's not going to be close. We'll see. I just want to put your mind at ease a little bit. Two touchdowns, and the spread's already covered. Uh, well, just I have three, plus three, so. What, minus yeah. three. Yeah, that would be 14 points. Okay. We, right. Please. All right. We're, in good, we're, we're still okay. It's the first quarter of a college football game. Well, I need to figure it out. Uh, so you have the Steelers plus four, Chargers minus three and a half, and Eagles minus ten and a half? Yes. I think it, I can easily see like the Eagles getting the ball first, quick score. The uh, Cowboys go out there with Danucci. Tom's giving you a game map right now. Depending on how he does, which I don't know if he's going to be prepared for this game, I can see a quick turnover and then easily another Eagles score, and the spread's already covered, and they just never let go. That's Garrett Gilbert time. Eric, what do you like this week? Uh, first of all, shout out UCF Houston for having an 82 and a half over under. What's the score so far? Or is that tomorrow? That's tomorrow. UCF only three-point favorites. Hammer that. Yeah. Hammer. Uh, it's this funny. Because hammer two of, the my, two of mine that I was thinking of were like the exact two of John, what John was looking at. Okay. Love, we're all looking to win here. Yeah, of love course. Rams minus three and a half. So Rams minus three and a half. I love Seattle minus three. I think you're getting pissed off Russell Wilson, mm. which is – not good for San Francisco, especially with the unknown running back situation, even though Tevin Coleman's expected to come back. And I like Bears plus four and a half. No Michael Thomas, no Emmanuel Sanders for the Saints. As long as the Chicago's run defense is good, this should be no problem for the Bears covering that four and a half. So Bears plus four and a half. Okay, that's Eric's picks this week. Uh, mine, I'll start them off. I like Steelers plus four. Uh, four. I like the Steelers to win this game outright. Uh, I don't think the Ravens... The Ravens have looked good, not amazing this year. I think uh, that Steelers defense will be able to contain Lamar Jackson. Um, what? You think you're going to see something like uh, that Monday night game with Kansas City, Lamar being contained like that? Yeah. You think yeah, I can freeze, see that. You think, I, think like, uh, I think we're going to see the answer if he actually keeps freezing up you know, against the good teams to see... You know, like if he actually has been figured out or not, because they I mean, have been that, they that have would, different this year. That we would know where the playoff troubles come in then. Yeah, because it's only good teams then, unless you're playing the NFC East, which he won't be. <laughs> uh, the next game I like is Packers minus six and a half against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I like Aaron Rodgers. I don't like Kirk Cousins. As simple as that. I love a lot of these lines this week. I don't like the Jets line that much. I like Titans minus six and a half. I don't know if I like it much, but in my spreads, uh, I like Rams minus three and a half. I think they, I think two of struggles. Steelers plus four is good. Um, I don't have. I think the Lions win, but I don't have enough faith in, that in them. Line. Yeah, like I'd say it's like fifty-five, forty-five in my mind. Lions win. I'm gonna take Titans minus six and a half against the Cincinnati Bengals. I think the Titans are a good football team. Uh, not on the same level as Pittsburgh or KC. But are you depositing money right now? No. Oh. No, I'm trying to. Oh. Boo. Calm down. $50 on Hawaii. Yeah. Well, so I got the Steelers plus four, Packers minus six and a half, Titans minus six and a half, Tom, Steelers plus four, Chargers minus three and a half, Eagles minus ten and a half, Trish, Steelers plus four, Raiders plus two and a half, Bills minus four, Zach, Raiders plus two and a half, Rams minus three and a half, Steelers plus four, Eric, Rams minus three and a half, Steelers minus three, Bears plus four and a half, John, Dolphins plus three and a half, 49ers plus three, Lions plus three. You're a big three guy this week, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> Kyle with the Bills minus four, Titans minus six and a half, and Steelers plus four. 
It's going to wrap up this episode. Zach, thank you so much for coming back on. And no problem. John, back after a hiatus. You better be back in studio again on Tuesday. Got you. Well, Friday. Tuesday, probably working again until 11 because my job's trash. Quit your job. I should. Get a different job. Do it live from your job. Ooh. 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 Yo, yo. Ooh. We'll come, we move. will come to your job. Yeah, what do you, what, where do you work again? CVS? Yes. What do you do? Let's work the front, really, I guess. Work the front? Live from the front of CVS, here's John Galliano joining us live on Too Many Men. Live from the cash it's register. Like that, uh, it's like that one challenge from Practical Jokers where you have to go in front of a crowd and quit in front of everybody. Yes. You could ring people up and ask for their sports picks. Yeah, you can ask them questions about teams. John's about picks the from the counter. See, but that could go wrong really quick when we get one dude that has been like that has had a really bad gambling problem. Yeah. Finally got yeah, help. Was, He's yeah. finally over it, and then John goes, "So who you like this week?" Craig Carton. Guy immediately relapses. Now he's throwing his house on some bet that's not even gonna hit. He's throwing his house on like Jets plus nineteen and a half. Jets to win straight. He loses everything. Calls corporate complaints. Attention, attention, CVS customers. I need somebody at the front desk to help me make my picks. I'm leaning Jets. Plus 19 and a half. I need somebody to talk me out of it. <laughs> also, we need to clean up in the candy aisle. There's a large gentleman with a microphone just inhaling Kit Kats. Is that Trish? Hey, man, yeah, no, Holly's about the Kit Kats. I like Reese's. Nobody knows who Holly is. That's fair. That's my girlfriend. <laughs> hey, Holly, how you doing? All right. We will see you Tuesday for an episode of Too Many Men. Uh, go Rainbow Warriors. Go Hawaii. And Come our, on, Hawaii. Our mood Tuesday is going to be based a lot on what happens tonight <laughs> in the Hawaii game. So we will see you then for another episode of Too Many Men. Bye, everybody.